definitely there needs to be like i know how you guys have that howl for racism there that's needs to right. be something for it. sexism because holy shit this album is dark Ooh, we might get to use the sexism spring is that uh, yeah i think that yeah maybe, so maybe, maybe that. I, don't know, I don't know if i like use that the... choice of sound effect for sexism boing, 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 boing. Yeah, yeah well okay no, the longer i'm thinking about it the more i don't like it maybe a do different the wolf but slowed down <laughs> Um, the wolf but like <laughs> yeah no it, i the, the boing is hilarious it's just i could really also do icky. the sexism banana peel slip <laughs> that's a good one uh-huh uh, mm-hmm. but uh I'm, I'm excited to get into it we are we're recording so i'm just gonna go ahead and say it folks welcome to the praise down with yeah. uh with me and uh with me and you alex uh-huh that's what we call the show um and uh we're gonna have an exciting time today isn't that right yes it is correct i, I can't wait for this uh for today's episode we've got an exciting guest mm-hmm. uh today uh Host of hello time. out there which my understanding it's an improv show that mm-hmm. takes place after uh after the after the apocalypse is that correct yeah so it's a. Uh... It's, it's an improv comedy road trip. So basically every episode is uh, a teenage girl played by myself who mm-hmm. uh, was raised in a bunker and a sentient plant experiment she stole from her parents interviewing human beings and more on the road as they just explore. I love that. I, I heard the episode that featured both of you. Yes. yes. And it Alex's was- uh, episode was fantastic. I, yeah. Some I, of the most fun I've had all year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, nice. It was- yeah. very very sublime improv uh it was a lot of fun uh good show and glad to have you on uh let's go ahead and talk the walk then what we do what we do with all the first timers great talk the walk oh boy lindy <laughs> lindy who has a higher voice <laughs> hey lindy lindy I'm so, I'm so nervous about this already. <laughs> right before this, um, I was on the phone with my mother and I was like, hey, I'm actually about to do someone else's podcast. And my mom was like, oh, well, I'd love to listen. What's it about? No! <laughs> okay, we got to get you on. Okay, we got to get you on another podcast. We'll get you on Wheel of Randy to like yeah. thro- throw her, your mom off the scent. And just I, I I I fully rookied it. I said the name of it and everything. No! <laughs> oh man! And then and then she just kind of she like she's like so you're you're mocking it, okay? And then handed the phone to my father, who was like totally tongue in cheek, like, "Listen, kid, God's always watching. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. Lord will not be mocked. Like, careful out yeah. there." Yeah. God's always, yeah, he's always watching, Hello. he's always listening, but he won't leave a review, so uh, I don't know what that means. It's the phrase. Yeah. 
that sums it up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, God, it's uh, if you're out there, give us a give us five stars. Dang. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think honestly, his... honestly, God, review as you're led. Don't. Do <laughs> yeah, you're... you know that's that's true. I, you know, I, I tell everybody to give us five stars because I hope we earn that. But. But I want to know how many stars it really is. Uh, <laughs> if everyone's and I think that God would say, and no one's heart is in it, then what? What are we really doing? You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. God's already given us all the stars in the sky, is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we don't I think need I'm... five more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could. I'm trying to get about... on your parents' good side. No, I know, right? Uh, my mom actually, I think. I believe she she found your episode of Hello Out There super endearing. So you're about yes. to just yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, so, my dad's favorite joke from the show is actually our latest episode in which number four uh becomes an honorary lesbian. And I was like really proud of my dad for finding that like the funniest thing anyone said all year. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Amazing. <laughs> Good job, Dad. So uh you seemed you seemed nervous for your mom to find out about this show. So you, you grew up pretty Christian, right? So I, um, to my parents' credit, they're not fundies. They're, they're pretty relaxed people, I would say. Um, but I did grow up in a house where my mom kind of always held, it was, it, my dad for a good stretch of my childhood was not as into church as my mom was. And sure. she, he wasn't raised with it. She was. So it was kind of one of those households Yeah. where when they met, they were both like super into it, met in a Bible study and then had kind of different ideas about things as they, they grew up as we all do, especially like, it's a very common thing in marriage. I feel like of, you know, it's, it's always a conversation. Um, so I grew up going to church, uh, had a non-denominational Baptist adjacent and then, Mm -hmm. uh, seventh to 12th grade, um, my parents made a lot of sacrifices to get me into a really academically like competitive Christian school. Yeah. Nice. Um, which was, how was it there? Like, oh, terrible. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> uh, terrible, but not for religious reasons. Terrible okay, for okay. everyone being much richer than me and feeling, sure. making me feel it. Kind class of yeah. anxiety. Yeah. 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 Hate the stuff anxiety. myself. Yeah. Big thumbs down to that. Yeah. I'm giving class anxiety zero kids feel bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the lowest rating I can give class anxiety half a star. I'll give it that one. Yeah. I'd give it zero stars if I could. Sucks really bad being the poorest place, the poorest person in a in a room. So, um, so you grew up with religion as sort of a family thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you were you pretty happy with that growing up? I, I was. I was really fine with it. Uh, definitely took little like personal breaks, but also like was a youth group attendee. Sure. Um, had some real, nice. I would almost call it like severe religious anxiety based on some pretty. Uh, I would say extra biblical concepts being taught in yeah. church. Mm, um, they're vamping a little bit too much <laughs> and that's stressing you out. Specifically sixth grade, having a pastor explain the depart from me, I never knew you verse as even if you're a great Christian, if you're not constantly in communication with the Lord, God can eject you from his kingdom at any time and you will spend eternity in hell. Whoa! Oh. And that's one that even my parents looked at and they were like, my God, I'm sorry for sending you to that winter camp. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that, that jacked me up for a long, long time. Um, Because what's the time frame? How often do you got to like recommit 
Right. And so it's every time you go to camp, like a like the a, opposite can... of once saved, always saved. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You got to go to camp to like it's like getting your oil changed spiritually a little bit. So then uh, after high school, I actually started taking my faith really seriously, became a youth group leader. Um, hey, went to a yeah. very religious Wesleyan college in the middle of the country uh, and have been, I would say, deconstructing for about almost a year. Um, so to I don't this day? Yeah. I don't hey, consider nice. myself like a religious person by any means um i feel like i have a lot of like respect for the divine and a lot of questions but um Mm -hmm. and and like i i am still in the place where like i'm still kind of trying to figure things out from like the bible as a starting point but i I, i've definitely reached a point where i'm like very done with like colonialism very done with dogma very done with yeah um making other people feel like crap i'm done with homophobia I'm, i'm out of that evangelical pocket and i'm kind of nice love that i'm I'm kind of believing like if you think you have the answers you actually have a really big problem yeah so i'm sure. kind of there um but i you know i still have my parents it's something i'll engage on i i'm gonna be polite yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna be a, a jerk but yeah yeah uh, sure yeah i it's has has that been easy enough to do since you've began since you begun deconstructing honestly it's been i i'm i'm it's such a, like, it's almost like going through the stages of grief. And I know I'm not sure. alone in that. Like a lot of people have, have explained that to me of like, it will be fine, but it's not by now. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, tons of residual hell anxiety, residual yeah. anxiety of like trying to like work through past experiences, you know, not necessarily like justify things, but just like make sense of things uh, yeah. while mm-hmm. also trying not to like, I, I don't know that I have the desire to like fully reconstruct or to completely extricate myself. I I'm trying to balance and figure out what I think and it's a process. So yeah. I'm wow. So we to... caught you at a pretty cool time. Yeah. Yeah. You got me at a time where I'm probably having studied. I mean, between junior high and college, I was like in literal Bible classes, like literally studying theology, but yeah. like, I'm listening more to a wider variety of theologians now I'm, I'm looking at at a wider variety of concepts and and just kind of not cherry picking because I feel like that's something that the church loves to like point out of like you're cherry picking your beliefs and you're mm-hmm. you know you're not reconciling like but I think God is, is God is just and all that and it's like okay yeah like I I actually like believe like God's pretty great but I also believe there's a lot of do you need to get up you good Sorry, my husband's office chair is the loudest thing in the world. Oh, um, it's okay. okay. <laughs> Not worried about it. Yeah. Tell him hello. Yeah. <laughs> say hello. Uh, <laughs> he just like, I turned around and he had this look on his face like, don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, great. Uh, but yeah, so just trying to kind of, I don't know, like figure it out and also not constantly have an ulcer because i'm worried about burning it's tough man is it is and is this something you engage with a lot like do you like how much are you reading about like when you say you're getting into different theologians what does that look like well it's more i i guess exploring the different theories of things like i'm learning more about like postmodernism and different perspectives on what people have thought about revelation and hell and all these things and how it's so varied there's there isn't yeah. one correct 
thing and just kind of separating the fact that there are tons and tons of schools of thought from like this one mainstream white evangelical pulpit that I was kind of it was kind of my cafeteria my entire life like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so yeah what's been yeah. uh what have you been into lately um honestly like there are some really incredible like deconstruction accounts on Instagram that are run by people who are really kind of going through the same thing and and I've been kind yeah. of taking recommendations from what they've been posting so like do you want to do you want to boost uh, a page I, I really actually would rather not that's oh, okay. okay yeah well, no of course uh, well you don't have to yeah um and yeah there are people I agree with people I disagree with and and it's been a lot of like really open-minded like why do I disagree with that why does this scare me why does this concept feel inherently anxiety inducing yeah or, you're you examining know. your own aversion to things yeah yeah, yeah. instead I, of just I, being like controlled by it that's cool and yeah. i have no idea where i'm gonna land and i i hope it's somewhere that's that's kind of amicable to all things if that makes sense um mm -hmm. i don't i don't want my mother to hate me obviously i want her to still feel like she can yeah. talk to me but i yeah. also want to be able to hold my own intellectual discussion and have peace about it so yeah. that's my goal mm. do you feel like there was a um like a real significant text that you read that that kind of shook a lot of this uh, this stuff loose for you since you were since you were hitting the books pretty hard. You know, honestly, this this all really started about halfway through COVID when, and I was already like very much into feeling like um, certain things just didn't match up. I, I I was starting to be like, you know, sitting in church and I was like, I don't think I agree with like mission trips. Why do I feel that way? They're a little weird, like, yeah. Yeah, and like, why Why is this church I'm attending so obsessed with them and so obsessed with going out and colonizing others? Like, why yeah. is that a thing, you know? And, and the more I, I broadened my own social circle, my own perspective, the more I read just regular books that weren't religious texts. You know, I was reading yeah. Octavia Butler. I was, I was reading like James Baldwin mm. um, and realizing like there's more than just like a straight white Christian perspective. There are actually like, other perspectives from people who were raised in religion, who's who were raised in Christianity, who were like, this doesn't sit right because this oppresses me. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't oppress yeah. me yeah. because I'm doing anything sinful. It oppresses me because I'm black or because I'm a woman or because I'm, I'm gay. Like, and like, obviously like people will claim the Bible says that being gay is sinful. That's a different debate, but um, not in the translations. It's wrong. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Not in the exactly. translations, baby. So when you get into the, yeah. And, and that was the other thing was, was really diving into like the Greek. And that was like where I started was I was like, I don't think, I think this is talking about pedophilia. And I feel that is like very like strongly yeah. like, my bones. Like I, I know that my friends who are in these consenting adult relationships aren't doing anything wrong. Right. Cause yeah. like no one's getting hurt. And like, as somebody who has been sexually assaulted, who has been abused like I know the difference between like a consenting relationship that is like healthy and that isn't and I was like these people are definitely in that camp so why would this be sinful yeah it was just Jesus saying there's too many pedophiles here in ancient Greece which was true and you know what I would argue <laughs> look around friends there's still too many pedophiles <laughs> you know Right. Yeah, ancient Greece Can't is disagree. still crawling with pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> the GOP is still crawling with pedophiles. I mean, we're we're yeah. sorry. Can I say that? <laughs> oh yeah, I, you know you're not going to hurt anybody's feelings on this show yeah. saying that. Um, but yeah, it just you know, it was all just like a culmination of a lot of things. But I've been really fortunate to have a partner who's been deconstructing for years. Um, you know, my husband's college mm -hmm. degree is in like non-Western literature. So he's been dealing yeah, with like yeah. unlearning shit for 
a decade plus and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know uh, and he's, an avid he's a constructor so like yeah. yeah so it's it's been cool to like to marry into a family where everybody's been deconstructing for years and some of them believe and some of them don't or they believe differently or, or you know whatever and and see how they're mm-hmm. kind of living and realize that it's not all one way yeah yeah sense. exactly it's uh it's good to not think that there is one ideal perspective in general yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh and that's so anyway mom that, that's where i'm at <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah and uh i don't know that's i think that's great she should be proud of you that's yeah. good stuff good for you thank you yeah yeah, yeah. of course uh what um you know i'm 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 trying to. What did you what go to a lot of camps you, growing up? Oh, oh, who who's got it? Who's got the ball? Yeah, you you go for it. I think oh, okay. yours is more in line. Do you have like a favorite question? I know that's kind of a weird thing, but I feel like as as like when you're deconstructing, you find yourself going back to ones that are just like fascinating rather than right. challenging. You know? Do you have any of those? Um. I have a lot of questions about, I, I feel like I have the strongest convictions in terms of like things I've thought about God for years, about mm-hmm. God as, as an intersexual feminist, but I am really curious to know if God has a gender. Um, that's mm. something that mm-hmm. my, my husband and I actually were just discussing yesterday of like, wouldn't it make sense for God to be an all encompassing being, right? Yeah. Like, not mm-hmm. only not binary, but all of it or yeah. none of it or you know, and so that, like, I feel like that's, like, my question of, like, okay, if I'm operating from a place of, okay, I believe in the divine, mm-hmm. I believe, I think, in a singular divine, I believe in a singular God, what it, what is, what are they like, you know, and that, yeah. that has been, I feel like, the drive of, like, what are they like, and also, uh, terrified doom scrolling at 2 a.m., is there a hell, because I really yeah. love to know. <laughs> Google, is um, there going? I don't know. Hey, if you're if you're having a bad time, go ahead and Google "is there hell." I think that'll probably get you yeah. uh, as an get you back person, up and moving. I'm a really I'm a I'm a historically a dark Googler. Yeah, Ooh, and I, okay. I remember when I was 18, I was diagnosed finally after like years of not being able to stop talking or pay attention. I was diagnosed with ADHD, mm-hmm. and they put me on Ritalin. And I googled Ritalin side effects, and if you no! that, oh the don't first do that. Thing that comes up or did ten years ago was a website called RitalinDeath.com, <laughs> and that is my uh. most that's my most iconic Doom Google of like just don't do it, just don't Google shit. Dare yeah you you, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dare included Ritalin and actually nobody told you but uh, uh, that's that's terrible though that's brutal. Like, because yeah. it's like it's like really tough to go from like you know i have adhd too and it's tough to go from not having it to having it and kind of compromise and kind of like understanding that you that you need medicine for it and that it's yeah. not going to kill you and right and that's just yeah. like <laughs> that's the wrong thing to find you know <laughs> well, i would oh. yeah it, it was as, as if i think already kind of made clear like i'm an anxious person i like mm-hmm. i like to have binders of like comforting evidence of things and uh adhd did not give me that i'm gonna be honest with you yeah yeah anyway uh yeah yes, big I zoinks to, to that camps by the way um, okay 
So let's talk about the camps. Yeah. yeah. Any yeah. what what camps did you go to? So I my parents did not ever so my okay. Let me walk this back. I went to a lot of church youth group camps. Yeah. And that persisted through college because I would be a leader at camp. Sure. Which is a really easy job. Yeah. Um, an insanely easy job. Like maybe you have to live in a tent for a week. I did actually break and permanently damaged my foot as a camp counselor once uh, but anyway let's no 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 yeah, come yeah, on okay. yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah, are you yeah. talking about you're gonna gloss over that let's hear it summer camp it was uh <laughs> the theme of the week was altered okay as in like you're gonna leave here a little different when you came in wow <laughs> wow nice <laughs> <laughs> and the spirit of the lord came upon me and snapped my fifth metatarsal and no, uh, that's a crucial one it's the pinky toe yeah yeah and it's right in the middle of your foot uh where i broke it so um like you know how in your hand you can get a boxer's fracture where you break like the side of your your hand yeah uh-huh. you can get that in your foot it's called a dancer's fracture and that's what mm, i got the boxing of your feet yeah, ballet is the boxing of feet. Yeah, uh, it was skit night. I was impersonating another counselor, and I did like this dorky dance, and then I like did like a woo jog. But the way that the camp was set up was that year we were actually at, like a literal campsite, and we basically had rented like the whole campsite, and so it was like each cabin was a tent, and then like we had the whole lake, we had all the stuff, but we weren't like at like a proper camp, and so the uh, like the meeting tent was over what should have been an RV parking spot, which oh, meant that there were no. base there were base poles holding it up. So the kids were all on bleachers. And I tripped over an uneven spot of ground and landed on a camper, which was excellent. Um, like a camper, the uh, the a like camper, a, a vehicle or a person. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Like a child>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was it was my <laughs> It was actually the person I was impersonating's nephew, which is really funny. <laughs> and his his wow. response, this is a kid I knew super well. And he just goes, you spilled my Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and I I didn't censor myself. And I was like, Kyle, I broke my effing foot. Or I broke my effing ankle was what I said to him. Oh my full, God. Like full board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all these kids were like, oh no. Like, oh no. So yeah, fortunately it was, you know, I got to go to like a, a Twin Peaks uh, ER great nice oh a small town er how was that uh there was a literal logging mill it was the middle of the night the er was the size of uh, where is this by the way this is in uh western washington got it okay peninsula um and it was an old logging town you can see the mill i can't remember the name of the town or i'd shout them out uh and it was i think an hour from where we were camping was the nearest er so you know it's good the ER tech, they didn't have a, a radiologist on staff. So the x-ray tech had to get out of bed in the middle of the night in his pajamas and oh come in. Oh my God. Wow. And then they told They're not me, used they to having a, anything happen. Yeah. They gave me a walking boot for a break that is required to be elevated for four weeks uh, and in a cast for, or elevated for six weeks in a, in, in a cast for 12 or something like that. I was, I was off my feet for a long time. And they, they were like, oh, just walk it off. You're fine. Go to a real doctor tomorrow. Whoa. Yeah, I would say I would say go to a real doctor is a good piece of advice to take from. So I did. And the doctor yeah. looked at it and she was like, there's probably a 50% chance we're gonna have to amputate that pinky toe after what they just did. So you're not going back to school this semester. You're not Whoa. going Whoa. anywhere. Cancel school. Oh, no. You're losing your pinky toe. 
so I didn't wow. I, I finally went to a, like a podiatry uh like orthopedist and we got to keep the toe um, Ooh, nice. and it healed up really clean I credit that Good. to uh I, I exited a Mexican restaurant drunk while on crutches and some girl was like can I pray over your foot so I'm gonna yeah. give her the credit for that one yeah uh, the fact Great that I got to keep everything to her <laughs> yeah no it was the most uncomfortable thing and I just went I just remember being like I'm really drunk so sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> um great wow what a great thing to say to just like any evangelical person bothering you in any situation yeah i'm really drunk i am i'm really drunk leave me alone (laughs) yeah go for it uh but yeah so no it did heal up fine but i did have to take a semester off of school and that was a whole other event but uh yeah that happened at, at camp but i would go probably i would do like the fall like weekend retreat yeah. with youth group I would do winter camp the winter camp weekend and then I would mm-hmm. go do the week in the summer um and in hindsight I think the most memorable part of going to camp was always how hurt people got physically uh, yeah like what yeah. who's watching us like real talk like I teens watching kids it's awesome it's teens watching kids and yeah. I remember like the youth group would do stuff like let's go to broom ball and it's like anytime you go to do broom ball and like an ice rink with brooms in your shoes someone would lose a tooth I mean inevitably or crack their head open and it's like looking back I'm like how did this big big church what kind of insurance did they have because we did things that were incredibly dangerous unsafe. yeah I bet the early to mid 2000s terrible things here's my new theory is that all of our parents signed one waiver at the beginning of the year that was good for the whole year (laughs) I think my church actually had a waiver with each camp and event no yeah that makes sense but what was the language on there (laughs) like really like we'll return most of your child in in you know as is condition that's (laughs) I mean the the board at my old church was all lawyers, so. <laughs> Good work, Oklahoma, man. Yeah. That's a good point. No, working yeah. in a much smaller youth group in college, you know, at a, a much more, like, pared down, and I would actually just say better church yeah. in general, less abusive church. Yeah. Churches uh, should be smaller. It was it was small, and I actually still really love the pastor like I would still comfortably attend a service there probably like in that yeah. I can't say that for almost any church like it was nice it was that's genuinely, great it's I cool like to, it's cool to be able to say that for even one church <laughs> yeah man um but working there was much more like of course we wouldn't do that why what kind of youth group did you grow up in and I was yeah. like I don't know a competitive one and they were like we're here to just like lock the kids in and like have them play with pool noodles. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, it's blood sport. We just, we do this. And then the team with the most points gets to like eat all the candy they want. And they were like, that's yeah. insane. Did, did your church ever do like sermons? And I was like, I think I remember some. Probably. Abusive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah. A, a you were raised to Baptist. <laughs> Well, no, that was the thing. It was, it was like a big church and they, the way the youth group worked was the pastor was cheating on his wife. Sure. So he just wanted us to spend as much money as possible and go ballistic. And so we did. And they, (laughs) they would do like, like you'd be split up into teams at the beginning of the year and your team at the end of the year would win something insane. Yeah. in youth group. So like, um, I remember like, at the start of church like when you do like mix or get to know you games it was by team and you get points like there's houses get to know you points 
no there's you just kick someone's ass in uh dodgeball or whatever whatever. yeah yeah yeah. um (laughs) wow that's and that's a little crazy yeah it, it was like looking back and like that church went down in flames and I you know, wouldn't touch it with a sure. pole, but uh, yeah, a very weird theological upbringing followed by like, I feel like getting like a positive and authentic youth group experience is like a 20 year old trying to tell kids about Jesus. It's just a weird, weird. I have a, I, yeah, I come from a weird place. I'm talking a lot. So no, that's what, it's what we're doing here. <laughs> it's it, yeah. It's, it's yeah. the point of the show. We're, yeah, that's we're what, doing that's awesome. why we're here. Yeah. Uh, I feel that way that that competitive element of church. I feel that way about uh, Awana, which I did as a kid. You know, yeah. Awana. Uh, yeah. My uh, Awana experience was not competitive at all. I uh, yeah, it was pretty competitive. <laughs> uh, I, I went to like a uh, I went to like a competition one time. Did you go to the Awana Games? I went to the Awana Games. I did too, dude. Okay, folks, I don't know anything about Awana. Our church, when I was a kid, didn't have it. They you didn't went to the, the Methodist church. Why don't you have it? Because <laughs> Awana is a deeply Methodist concept. Yeah. Because they didn't have it until I was older. Like, okay. yeah, it, it was, uh, <laughs> they didn't have it until my mom died because she was in charge of everything before that. And she wasn't having any of that chain restaurant bullshit. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm sure that didn't turn you off the concept at all. Uh, <laughs> that no, maybe they had it later. I don't remember. You'd have my, to ask. The Iwana games were crazy. The only, the only event I really remember is uh, the game where you put a bunch of kids on stage and line them up and you tell them a verse to look for and the fastest oh, one to find the verse. Drills. Bible drill, sword drill. Yeah. Yeah. Sword, oh yeah, yeah, sword drill. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I was, uh, I forgot was it. I totally forgot it was called that. That's nuts. That's cool. Yeah, because the Bible is the, the sword of the, mm-hmm. the, the Yeah, truth. you know, the pen is mightier than the sword and the... Put, so on, the, put on the armor of God. Now I'm trying to think, I'm yeah. picturing Bible man in my head and I can't, mm-hmm. I can't brain, I guess, yeah. Uh, so no, I want to at our church was just like girl scouts so like you just completed your book and then when you did the awana games it was just like it was like a jamboree so like you go you get in there i competed in the beanbag really fast throwing it back and forth competition (laughs) it's like cornhole from hell like it's like passing a basketball but with a beanbag corn hell fondly referred hell yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) and you know, I'm so many bean bags is what I'll say about my childhood. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of scooter based sports. Did you guys I have the four wheel scooters? I lost a toenail as a very small child. Oh, protect your feet. <laughs> yeah, so it was. We were in California. Yeah, the the sanctuary was like a million degrees, and yeah. it was one of those like Mission Impossible things. And a kid scooted it directly over my foot, and I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. That really hurts, but I'm fine. And then, like, two days later, my toenail fell off. And my mother was like, honey, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. Like, it just, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the the correlation is between my feet getting terribly, gravely injured in church. praying for all your church-based toe trauma. (laughs) I'm out here. I got to keep all 10. Good. Yeah. All's well that ends well, you know. You said that. You said that you <laughs> led a youth group for a while? 
I was like a, like a youth group leader. So I, I wasn't like a youth pastor, but I, um, I there's like a like, hierarchy. Yeah. So, okay. My church didn't have this. <laughs> okay. So ours was, uh, at, at the church I grew up in, it was more like you had like breakout groups on like mm-hmm. Sundays and then the rest of it was just kind of more sermony. Um, but the way the church I was working at worked and I, I believe still works is Sundays. Everyone's like in a, a service, right? Like they sit and they listen to a pastor, yeah. but like Tuesdays or Wednesdays you break out with like one adult and like to like 10 kids or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. so I worked with um another girl and I for one year worked with sixth grade girls which was really fun it was just like we would just teach like a little lesson and just like get to know the kids and just try to kind of be positive adults I guess I don't know like it was, it was, sixth grade is really one of the rowdiest ages of person. Sixth grade was precious babies. It was when I got to eighth grade and a girl who was in my tent that summer got caught having sex with another kid. And I was yeah. like, uh, I genuinely uh, don't know how no. to handle this. I am a 21 year old virgin. I yeah, that's so funny. Than address this. No. Uh, yeah, no. that wow. was when it got rough. And then like the girl or the guy that this girl had hooked up with was supposed to be dating another girl who was in the same no yeah, like 13 14 year olds yeah were like your wow, just your whole world. the worst version of it possible happened uh. and that that was the last time i i moved away after that and so i come back for like um like christmas break or summer break but <laughs> i i really was like that year i feel like was so stressful yeah i bet I, I was caught and like you had kids who like at, at 13 like kids are are dealing with like sexuality and self-harm and like things that like previously when I had a bunch of 11 year olds who were just like I idolized you because you're 20 and yeah. I think you're pretty and cool and I, I like wonder I was, I was like 18 actually never mind uh, they were like yeah you're like pretty and cool and like you like cool things and I was like I'm not cool but it's very cool that you think I'm cool that's yeah. fun for me um and you, you just try to like encourage them to ask questions and you know be their best yeah. selves and stuff but like 13 you have to actually be like hey i'm calling your mother because you're a monster yeah you have and to like get into it me. with people who are now experiencing the consequences of how they were raised <laughs> yeah uh, there was a lot honestly. of like oh this 13 year old knows more about life than i do that's yeah. concerning yeah uh, yeah how do you talk to a kid like that you know yeah well and those kids were the same age as my brother at the time they were like in his same grade so Yikes. i was i was like watching his friends and peers like go through all this stuff and I didn't know how to deal with it but he was very much like stay out of my life like stay out of everyone's business of like, course life and it's like if your friends would stop having little baby sex we'd be fine yeah. but they won't so I don't know what to do <laughs> like, you have to make sure they don't yeah yeah they need to not do that like I, please I don't mean, I, I kind of stand by 13 feels young but whatever I'm yeah not, I'm not a parent I'm not um, a cop yeah but it was it was concerning you know I had yeah concerns. Yeah, I would. I, it would certainly make me uh, leave, but all but for Christmas break, you know, if yeah. I were in your shoes. Well, you I, know? Moved, I moved away to go to school, but it wasn't um, because of it wasn't, the- well, walking away. I was like, I don't know if I can ever do this again. Yeah, like, that makes sense. <laughs> honestly, uh, yeah. But uh, either way, it sounds like you needed it. You know, yeah, <laughs> you needed a yeah. break. We yeah. are. Um, a quick quick business thing we are uh four minutes left on this free zoom call um uh so we have that much time to wrap up talk the walk and then we'll invite everybody back for a tune talk so sound good good so um what are you what taking so long (laughs) 
No, no, this no, no, no. The amount this of time is exactly is exactly the the way we do it. Um, cool. All right. So we're in, we're kind of in closing thoughts mode on Talk the Walk. Um, do you feel like <laughs> do you feel like you got to say everything about your like journey that that you were hoping to get to? Oh, I think I, no. I grievously overshared. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what this show's for. I'm so glad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a fun show. It's fun. yeah. Uh, we like to have fun. We like to yeah. have fun here. Well, um, so like, where do you, I guess I guess the best way to, to put a bow on this is like, where do you place yourself like today? Um, like, what do you believe right now? You know what I you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right now, I I think I would place myself at really just like trying to learn. And, and trying to listen more than I talk. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, am, I, I have a bunch of friends who are like, I feel like it changes day to day. Like some days I'm like, man, I don't even know if there is a God. And some days I'm like, okay, I know there's a God and I know he loves me, but I don't know what I think about any kind of theology. Yeah. And then there are days where I'm like, okay, maybe I want to reconstruct. And then I'm like, ah, I don't think I'm ready. Like there's a lot, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot going on. Um, I, I would say I'm just kind of seeking peace at this point and I am trying to I'm trying to find the answer to that question because I, I don't know I'm yeah I'm, I'm in deconstruction for sure I'm, I'm trying to just pursue growth so where I'm at. well that's that's a that's a great answer honestly you don't have Try to... Not to be caustic that's like yeah. I think the biggest thing it's very easy I think for yeah me especially to get really spun up and be like here's the thing screw everybody and like I know that that isn't whether I'm religious or not that isn't my best self it's not so, helpful. It's not helpful. It doesn't grow me at all in any way. It doesn't teach me anything. It doesn't help me give me any answers. It just makes me pissed off. Yeah. And it, it leads mm-hmm. me to fight with people who are firm in their beliefs. And I don't think that's helpful either. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just trying not to be pissed off and I'm trying to figure out what my answers are. Cause I don't know. I think that's a very noble journey, honestly. Thank you for listening to the praise down. I am the narrator, and this is an ad break. Heath and Alex have been, well, let's say, pursuing new revenue streams. And fortunately enough, one of America's most beloved fast dining establishments is focused testing a new restaurant concept, and they were interested in having the fellas down to try it out and let everyone know what the fuss is about. So tune in at the end of the program to hear the big friends broadcast to you live from Arby's with a waiter. Is this a bit? Is this really an advertisement for an advertisement? Is the praise down getting new lore? Find out at the end of this episode. Stay tuned. Ooh. All right, buckle down. We're going to get into some tune talk right now i wasn't yeah, recording yeah. before are we are you guys still hear yourselves i am hearing myself testing oh no, wait no, no i'm not i was i'm not hearing myself anymore okay nice well i will go ahead and say welcome to tune talk the place where the tunes get talked you know we're talking them you can't stand the tune get out of the talk that's what i'm always saying and i know that you're always saying it too lindy what tune are we talking we are talking dc talks free at last album an iconic piece of work yes the story my personal story with this album was i asked for a cademan's call album and my mom Ooh. bought this one instead at the christian bookstore 
I love that. I have a very similar story. <laughs> you, are you guys FM static and are you guys FFH. seeing? Are you guys seeing the thing on my screen? Excuse um, me. <laughs> yeah, for the listeners, this is the DC Talk has Jesus Freak Owl City remix. It's been Hello, listened to one hundred. <laughs> Owl City did a remix of Jesus Freak. What um, will people do when they find out Owl City is a Jesus Freak? <laughs> you know he he himself asked what will people do when they find out it's true um you, you guys care if we take a brief detour we have not done a dc Jesus talk this freaks. is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we have not done a dc talk this is such a good omen um we're we're cracking open the dc talk on the jesus freak owl city I, DC talking the walk yeah i don't think jesus freak it might be on free at last but it might not so let's let's just go for it Excuse me? They kind of... I was like, oh, geez, I need to turn this up. And they said, no. It's a ploy to get you to turn it up. (laughs) I get... What's... It's a different song. So, okay, so... So, there's no Owl City vocals anywhere on this. Is that no, what I'm to believe? No, they just let him do oh, the production, I guess. Freak. For a second, I thought it was in the light. Never mind. It has a weird song, actually. sound like Toby Matt rapping. Is no, it Owl City rapping? Oh, my God. What if it is Owl City rapping because they couldn't uh, get Toby Matt because he got too big? That's definitely like the same. Yeah. Well, what's he doing? You know. I saw Toby Mac live at a Christian rock camp one time. I got. I think somewhere I have a drumstick signed by Toby Mac. I so one of my friends lived in one of my best friends uh, lived in Nashville for a while because he had like a recording internship like uh, with a record company. And one of his only celebrity sightings was when he was working his day job at Lids and Toby Mac oh. came in. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, look, Nashville was terrible. I don't want to talk about it. I just like. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> oh my God. That's the funniest place to see Toby Mac in the world is Lids. Is it Lids? Yeah. He was, he was with like, his, he's got like, like five or six kids. He was with a couple of them, but yeah, it was <laughs> taking his, his kid to Lids. That's so good. It's iconic, honestly. I, <laughs> I gotta get hats on these kids fast. <laughs> you know he calls them Lids. Yeah. Gotta <laughs> them lids on these kids. He was excited about the rhyme of it. Hundred <laughs> percent, how it went. I mean, it had to have been. <laughs> like, you cannot listen to the live version I'm, of this album. I'm imagining Toby Mac going up to the counter and going, "I just want lid today, please. <laughs> just one lid, please. Just this one, yeah." Literally so, crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh so uh, that was Jesus Freak by Al City. Uh, that was a there verse and a, a chorus non, of it. There's we a not listen version. to the live version of this. Yeah, we don't want the live version. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see. I, it's not just a live album. I'll go find no. yeah. the studio. So the one version. I had was actually the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you scroll down a little. 
Um, Ooh, 10th anniversary edition? I had the 10th anniversary. So the 10th anniversary is just the album, but then it's commentary. So I know too much about this album because I had to like 25 tracks of remastered goodness. Um, Yes. God, this is so long. (laughs) No, no, no. So only, only like the first 10 are like the album. So oh, sorry. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just like, oh, they really packed it all onto this, like a special edition DVD. Yeah, yeah. there is a non, if you go back to, there's the non 10th anniversary one that just has the original tracks and I'd be fine yeah. going with that. Well, let's have the one you grew up with. I think, okay. I think that's what, okay. I think it's the one I want. Yeah. Um, so okay. let's, let's hop into love is a verb, which, yeah, you know, I'm not disagreeing with. Uh, yeah, Lindy, what's the what's the inside scoop on this song? So this this is kind of a uh, counterculture anthem about cool. how uh, soap operas and uh, love songs do not convey love as an action, but like as just mm. sex. And love isn't just sex because the Lord loves us. Therefore, we gotta yeah. love others. Yo. Oh, okay. God. It seems like he seems it seems cool. No, it's not. But let's let's get into it. Let's see. Yeah, I'm trying to be polite. Love is a verb. Take this Whoa, okay. This yeah, song well, screwed up how I read comic books. It screwed up how you read comic you books. Read because comic? at the beginning they audibly go boom, biff, pow, and it's it I can't read a comic book if there's ever an illu- oh, like an illustrated no. sound. I hear them in my head. That's 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 so that's tough. Yeah, I'm sorry for you to hear wow, that. Wow, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's not even the worst thing we're gonna hear in the next minute. Go for it. Yeah, love is a verb. Take this, my They think they're five iron frenzy or something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, this is kind of like their steal this album album a little bit. We have to stop it. We have to stop it. Wait, wait, we have to stop it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Did he call it a dictionary book? He said pulling out my big black book because when I need a word to find, that's where I look okay no, you I will know. find we're, we're you will find words badly. in books my man is no. my man is two for two <laughs> okay i thought he said i need a word defined i'm gonna pull oh, i up. think that is actually yeah when i need a word defined that, I'm that makes pulling up the genius.com yeah page <laughs> i clearly just misheard the lyrics for like 20 years that's fine yeah no when i need a word defined that's where i look <laughs> oh. yeah i usually i find i find one or two in there yeah some of them are in red like that um, okay sorry well Continue. he talks about just... he talks about the color it's written in if we keep going it... <sighs> okay well okay. alex or, alex what, what did you what did you go go and find sorry i just i <laughs> uh, we started talking and the sound cut out and i thought that he called it a dictionary book and i was going to make fun of him for that but it is mm-hmm. weird to call it it's weirder even to call it just a big black book i don't think i've ever seen a dictionary that wasn't colored in some capacity yeah like our one in our house was like, red yeah i had one that was blue like yeah the, i'm sure there's a green dictionary the as well or Webster. a yellow one mm-hmm. just Pearl to add to you guys' argument yeah diamond 
Heart gold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And soul continue. silver. Yeah. Do we want to continue on love as a verb? We're yeah, not we, even there yet. Yeah, I, I, I vote we just let yeah. it go. It's only 10 tracks. We can really get into it. That's when it hit me. That love is a verb. I love having shit heard. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you heard. The word love. Love is a bird. <laughs> yeah, so pretty, okay. it pretty much repeats from there. But uh... that's uh... so. Is this where the love is an action T-shirts came from? You think? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering this about like those. Ninety two or between ninety two and ninety four, I think, was when this album came out. So yeah, mm-hmm. sort of during the heyday of soap operas, or towards the tail end of that, I guess. Yeah. When de- what decade was the heyday of soap operas? It was uh, right before it was d- until daytime TV stopped being viable and all the dramas moved to primetime. I would say the eighties oh. were a heyday. Yeah. The 80s like, and then like early like 90s. talk advice shows and soaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he's sort of reacting to something that's on its way out a little bit. At um, a certain point, <laughs> he says, I, "I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but Alex, if you do, I do." He, he says that he's float, he's flowing like a bottle of Drano, in reference to his his flow in his rap. Come on, uh, yeah. The, the think, but here's the here's what's before that is thinking of a way to explain oh, because you knowing that I'm flowing like a bottle, bottle of, Drano. of Drano. So you rhymed rhymed Drano with explain oh, in a line I about how good he words. is at rapping. That's so. That's very, <laughs> very. That's so bad. That is. Um, <laughs> The next song, though, I would say we haven't even scratched the surface because that kind of girl is a song that I not only still have the entire rap memorized to. No way. I. (laughs) We're live. Okay. Yeah. Was that racist in some way? No, that was a test. Testing the wolf. (laughs) No, sorry, I wasn't. I was like, oh god, what did I do? (laughs) No, 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 no. Sorry, this is the um, um. Sorry to conf- sorry to hit you with a false racism wolf Orson Welles saying gaming. Gaming. That's what that one means. <laughs> sorry to falsely pin the racism wolf on you. Please accept my Orson Welles saying gaming. Listen, it's all about learning. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hit let's go to that kind of girl. Let's go mm-hmm. to that kind of girl. The other night I met a girl and she looked to be so nice. nice. I asked her for the digits and she didn't think twice. twice. A couple of days later, called her up and asked her out. She said, with you, I said, with me. And then she said, without a doubt. So, I took her to the garden where I guess they grow the olives. She wore a tighter skirt than any I had seen in college. What? She said, I love to smoke and drink while cursing like a sailor. I asked her where she got her mouth and if she had a tailor. Finally, I walked her to the door to say, Come on. <laughs> Okay, okay, fucking, okay, ne- okay. Fucking Ned Flanders rap. Yeah. So, let, let me just say a out. few things. On the if I may yeah. just say a few things. Okay. So the line, I took her to the garden where I guess they grow the olives. She wore a tighter skirt than any I had seen in college. Guess <sighs> guess what college this band was started at. I'll give you three guesses. But Liberty University. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a Falwell yes, yes. production. 
I, baby. I swear I didn't so, know yeah, it. That was uh, a guess. <laughs> if every woman at the college you went to was wearing an old navy skirt down to her ankles, she probably did yeah. wear a tighter skirt than any you had seen in college. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you're hanging out with somebody normal, Toby. Yeah. <laughs> And then when I, I remember as a kid being like, oh, they're really painting a picture of like, like a hoochie mama who slaps him for saying that he won't have sex with her. But then I was like, if a man asked me where I got my mouth and if I had a tailor, I would hit him too, because that yeah. is yeah. not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, like that guy deserves what's date, coming. Yeah. Maybe on a first date, you don't just start openly criticizing your date and just leave it there if you don't you know don't call her but like don't yeah just uh yeah be nice <laughs> you should be different i don't think so i don't think that's how it works be nice to the girl who's just trying to have some fun you know you know uh, uh, girls just want to have fun as cindy lopper likes to say her pickup line was bad though she said i love to smoke and drink, drink. why cursing like a sailor that is some cop shit to put in your song like to have yeah, there's... the idea of a person who's sinful be like that they like to swear is truly some Ned Flanders stuff that is very, it, you can tell this is 1992. I like to joke that this is actually just the story of my first date with my husband, but <laughs> he, I didn't hit him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell us more about that? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's completely a joke, but um, yeah, of course. yeah, our yeah. I love that. <laughs> Let's continue. Like, Let's I love continue. to smoke and drink was probably something I said at the time. You know. <laughs> it was a weird summer. <laughs> you tried I those things? smoke and drink and so, curse. Yeah. I love to bless I, as well, but to those who deserve it. Yeah, I, I don't uh, smoke or drink anymore, actually. <laughs> but sure. it's not for religious reasons. Yeah, just get tired it, it. It, was, yeah. it was so Toby Mac wouldn't be so judgmental towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, he would never I mean, date me. And I, I, mean, I needed that. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got tired of making Toby Max sad. <laughs> He's always watching. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, every grandma has a big painting of Toby Mac looking sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can see you from any eyes, point of the, the room. Eyes follow. Yeah. Another guy who won't leave a, a raid or a review, Toby Max. So come on. My, my grandma Tubbs. actually had she didn't have a big picture of Jesus. She had like some Catholic iconography, but sure. The one thing she did have was uh I think it was an embroidery sampler. It may have been calligraphy, but I think it was embroidery of I asked Jesus how much he loved me and he stretched out his arms and died. <laughs> <laughs> she had that. <laughs> Sorry <and> so- I <laughs> asked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you killed you had, Jesus. Yeah. I don't know if either of you had like a, a very uh, old world Catholic grandma like I did, but no. my, my grandma was from Portugal and uh, was literally like raised in a con and educated in a convent. And uh, yeah, uh, like she was shipped off to a boarding school run by nuns um, in the forties. And my brother recently found a meme and sent it to me of it was like a guest room like guest beds like at your grandma's house but then it had like a foot tall uh jesus on the cross like hanging right over one of the beds and it was like mom and dad why can't you sleep at grandma's me no reason (laughs) (laughs) that was quite literally what what being at my grandma's house was like of like don't knock over the giant gold jesus it's on the wall for a reason 
How heavy was that thing, do you think? Oh, I don't know. I was allowed to touch it. Don't ask questions I don't have the answer to. <laughs> Man. Oh. That would that would really put a goose egg on you if it fell while you were I, sleeping. Yeah. It was so thankfully. It That's was, why they call had, it faith, you know. She had two twin beds, and the the Jesus was kind of positioned betwixt them. So oh, if it landed, nice. it would have just broken a lamp. It's mm-hmm. fine. I'm glad that your grandma's large Jesus was up to uh, like OSHA code. <laughs> My grandpa built that house. Of course, it was nice. <laughs> your own grandma's large Jesus. <laughs> yeah you're right (laughs) um do we want to hear some more of that kind of girl we made it 20 yeah we have to Okay, so this worse. is sort of a not worse. like other girls anthem. It is. Oh. It is absolutely that. And modest and, is hottest, baby. Yes. So the whole thing is about how she loves the Lord, and uh, there's. We'll get to the rap break where he talks about how he's searching for a girl who's virtuous because God put it on his heart to search for this. He opens up the sure. words. The Book of Proverbs, the thirty-first verse, tells me all about mm-hmm. her. Yeah, why why am I struggling? Why it might be because I'm so song? good. <laughs> now, what kills me is the, there's oh sorry, there's a later he says when I finally meet her I'll know how to treat her and all I can think is you won't give her an orgasm for the first two years. No, absolutely yeah. will not. Like <laughs> Oh man, yeah, read some articles first, but <laughs> <laughs> So I open up the word to the book of Proverbs. The 31st chapter tells me all about her. Charm is deceitful and beauty. Oh, the, the, is this about Proverbs 31? Yeah, Proverbs 31 woman. Uh, gotta be a Proverbs 31 woman. Ugh. A woman who fears the Lord, she ain't playing. A woman who's neither charming nor beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> no, she's, she's got that, uh, that one direction paradox so the second she knows she's beautiful she becomes no longer beautiful she stops yeah 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 the other world that's shady but the kind of girl you meet behind the doors of the church you see god will bring it to me so i don't have to search what now let's talk about their marriages did toby mac did toby Toby mac ever rap battle with carmen not as far as i know are the um okay that's too bad they would have been collaborators. <laughs> you were. T- <laughs> I was not expecting that fully put out expression on your face. Like, fine, missed opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not. You know, I'm just trying to make the genre a little bit cooler and a little bit more enjoyable <laughs> to people. You're trying to do it for the culture, and I respect yeah. that. Um, so <laughs> you okay, Alex? Yeah. I just really <laughs> loved the use of the whip sound effect there. <laughs> It's like the only, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so we've probably heard like a verse and a chorus on that kind of girl. Are we ready to move on to Greer? Are there, well, are there any lyrical issues we've missed? And you said you wanted to talk about their marriages real quick. Yeah. So Let's do that. I just want to, I just want to lay it out. So Please. Toby Mac gets married relatively young, I believe. And he raps a lot in his later career about his wife, Amanda. 
she is a white lady from Jamaica, which is perfect for him. And uh, oh yeah, the thing and is, God I'm put it on his heart real, to find the one. Yeah, a real Adrian Brody. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> he's respecting her neck, things of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he uh Jeez. he marries her and i remember reading this article about them you know getting married young he's like you kind of grew up together which i, I think is 100 percent true when you get married really young you know you're ob- often not the same person you were at 20 that you are at 30 mm-hmm. um but he talked about how she would straight up leave him like on a regular basis and like their first two years of marriage she would just get in a cab and fly home and I'm like, and he's like, I finally, like, we had to have a talk of like, honey, like, if you're mad at me, you could just take a walk. Like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to leave me. And all I can think is, what were you doing? She's trying so hard <laughs> like, to Like, literally, I, I have maybe, I, I've only been married six months. Uh, and I'm, I'm not 20. But I will say, I've never stormed out and left my husband for any reason. <laughs> In, in that period of time never mind moved home to jamaica twice yeah. um, it feels like other stuff would happen to ha- uh, would have to happen first yeah it feels like maybe you're not cherishing her toby mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tobias get to work cherishing oh no 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 his name is kevin kevin toby <laughs> oh god yeah. of course so he's Yeesh. he's also a white guy named kevin but uh so you have you have Kevin Toby and then you have Kevin Max, who's last. So you have, Tev, you have Kevin Toby Mac, who changes his name to just Toby Mac. Kevin Kevin Toby McKeon. I would too, you know. And then you have Kevin Max, whose last name isn't Max. I'm pretty sure Max is his middle name. His last name is something completely different. So you had two guys named basically Kevin Mac in this band, and they kind of just rock paper scissors for who got to keep it. They um, both brought nicknames to practice and they, Michael, they just decided which one they liked better. <laughs> right. And then Michael Tate. So Michael Tate never got married. Huh. He is uh, in the Newsboys now. Is that right? He was the front man for the Newsboys for a number of years. I think During the be... God's Not Dead years, I remember. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's the God's Not Dead front man when Peter Furler had like vocal surgery or something like that. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, he like lost his voice. So they brought in Michael Tate. Audio Adrenaline, uh, one of their founding members is actually a professor of mine in college. And Audio Adrenaline made Kevin Max their front man uh, during that era, during the God's Not Dead era. Whoa. Whoa. Audio Adrenaline and the Newsboys and Toby Mac were all headlining at the same time. Michael Tate and Toby <laughs> Mac are still good friends. Michael Tate is like, he was the godfather to the son that Toby toby mac lost uh yeah. like a year or two ago which is really sad and i'm not even gonna like i'm not gonna scratch the surface on that i'm sure he was a good dad to him and all that shit i think just things happen um sure. but uh you know I'm, I'm not here to like blame someone for their kids drug overdose ever but um wait true dog mm-hmm. no yeah, he, i can't believe that yeah he passed jesus yeah and, and like toby put out a whole thing being like he wasn't a christian but like he, yeah he was like, <laughs> hey no you no, know. no but like what he said was like i don't want to hear a word about it basically he was like yeah. my son. Oh, okay well that's he loved well that seems pretty was, good you know i believe he's in heaven i believe that like he loved people and he loved god and like you don't have to be a christian 
yeah so he like actually like really came out with like some really kind of like good, good dude stuff yeah uh kevin maxo is an a-hole and i'm gonna say okay. that oh. good okay based so so michael tate has a great reputation toby mac has a pretty good reputation kevin max from what i understand is a real nightmare <laughs> um uh-oh he he performed at my youth group when i was about 12 mm-hmm. and this yeah alex has heard this story which is the story that got me on here to talk way too much way too yeah. fast uh so kevin max basically after he left dc talk put out an album that did so badly that he got dropped by his record label his his solo album was not well received so he had to start grassroots touring whoa that's cool and one of the stops was at my community church's all-nighter it was billed as a concert there were probably 40 people and i would say 30 of them were children like middle schoolers uh-huh they they black basically blacked out the sanctuary so he couldn't see how many people were there and he could believe it was full um uh, <laughs> oh no he uh i can't imagine i mean i think the tickets were 10 bucks a head yeah so he made <laughs> nothing off of the show um but he did perform jesus freak solo and i think that's the most important thing I could share with anyone and I hope that other listeners of yours also got to experience this on this grassroots tour Kevin Max the man who had one part in Jesus Freak and what part is that well 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 I bet he nailed it no, did he really like did he really lean into that part it was the only part he could do <laughs> so you bet so he got up there and was like he sang some like originals right off this album that didn't sell and off this second album he was trying to promote and then he was like you know when you're part of a he was like very much like how y'all doing kind of guy and he's like oh, he like gets yeah. real close he's wearing like a thumb ring his hair is like flat iron he's like yeah 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 he's like when uh when you're part of a hit group like i was and we don't have to say the name we all know uh, <laughs> people want to hear the hits you know and you got to give the people what they want so ladies and gentlemen <laughs> he didn't say ladies and gentlemen are you what oh no oh no yeah it was probably 2004 yeah you guys are probably like what the fuck i'm in the same room as a genius yeah i know it's crazy (laughs) Uh, Um, here's a a masterpiece i had a hand in uh most of jesus freak in a way i made this song (laughs) is a rap and the part that isn't a rap is a michael tate bridge and the part that isn't a rap or a Michael Tate bridge is Kevin Max doing a repeating vocalization. So what he would do is he would sing the chorus, which is just, you know, what would people do? What do people do when they find here? I'm a Jesus freak, whatever. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. The chorus. But each verse is wrapped by Toby Mac. Kevin didn't try. So he just let the backing track run. No. And any time that he would have normally been like, whoa, or like, eh, in the background would do that. No what? way. So wait, he didn't sing the song? But he he just still did the, the chorus. stuff to accent the oh. same. He did not. He did not have a tape oh. of the rap. He did not attempt the rap. He, he just tried, did his he, part. Oh. He could have gotten, gotten somebody from the audience to come up and do the rap. 
He could have toured with a band, Alex. He could have done a lot of things. <laughs> he did, you know, he had so many options be, and, before he resort could res, had to resort to this, and he and resorted I'm sure to it. They all fell through, quite honestly. I'm sure this oh. is not his first choice. I'm imagining Kevin Max uh, practicing yeah. the rap in the green room the, at the night of the show, and he's just like uh, wiggled around like uh, fuck, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So that's that's how that went and um it was extraordinary honestly. amazing we i i just got the 10 minute warning on this zoom call so what sorry. do you um do you want to talk next week yeah we do you can... want to do a two-parter sure yeah, yeah. hey we'll right. just finish the conversation next week i'm really sorry yeah. oh my no, god no 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 you can't know for giving us two episodes no yeah i we don't have to think about who to have on for another episode you're doing you're doing a, the, the hugest kindness yeah i actually i i empathize with that struggle yeah. <laughs> i really do like you got any friends Heath, do you yeah. want to do hello out there you good yeah. Heath, do you? yeah actually Heath, do you want to come on my show i'll come on hello out there hell yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah, right. uh, we'll, we'll work will, that uh, out off off the off mic. Yeah, yeah. Reach out to me. In the meantime, tell people about hello out there, um, and where they can, where people can find it. Yeah, so uh, hello out there is on social media at pod out there on all platforms. Uh, podoutthere.wordpress.com. Um, we are uh, platformed on Anchor, so most people listen to us on Spotify, but you can find us just about anywhere. Um, yeah, it's a it's a fun show. It's 100% improvised. There's some really funny people on there. Um, we're currently in a three episode arc with uh, the girls from the Ultimate Tier List podcast, and they are all hilarious. I love an um, arc. Yeah, I, we're in a we're in the town of Free Donuts, uh, formerly <laughs> Las Vegas, and it was uh, colonized, recolonized after the apocalypse by lesbians. So. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much it. That, it's, that, the, that the sounds great. The girls from yeah. there have been, uh, or not Hello there, from uh, Ultimate Tier List have been a riot. Um, the wow, first, yeah. Yeah, Luna, Luna's episode was, uh, she turned a Smith's grocery store into Smithsonian 2. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like the, the whole, the crown jewel of it was uh, Friends Season 2 DVD. But then as we watched it, we discovered it was actually Season 5 of Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> and uh my co-host taylor brilliantly goes why are they in a pow camp <laughs> apropos of nothing like it's, it's just incredible and then the second episode we're in a bar with a uh a lesbian ghoul and her college roommate and she makes us uh apo- like apocalypse cocktails it's great i think that's uh i think it's a lot that's of fun really delightful. Uh, i'll i'll have to check into that and it's uh <laughs> that's perfect that's perfect for me actually that's just how i like it um so everybody check out hello out there um you're probably if you're listening to the show you're probably uh you've probably got some soft spot for radio improv so get over there um it's it's like a hello from the magic tavern meets fallout 4 yeah love that um now we're gonna we're gonna uh, do the housekeeping things to get out of here Um, the praise down is located on, uh, Twitter at the praise down and Instagram at the praise down. It's on Facebook at the praise down, Heath and Alex, but don't interact with us there. You know, I don't, you don't have time. Um, Yeah. Don't go on it. Um, and then you can find us, you can find the show itself on, uh, Spotify, Mm -hmm. uh, SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. Stitcher Mm -hmm. and Apple podcasts. 
uh, and you can, uh, you know, we, we're real bad about checking the email inbox. Boy, oh boy, are we bad? At, I don't for, know wow, if I have I, you access know, to it. All, all of my, um, all of my like uh, procrastination is just like drained into not checking that thing. But yeah. you can e- you can email us if you like. Email us if you like. But the better way to get in touch with us, yes, Alex, is to join our Discord, folks. Go to the pin tweet on our Twitter account at uh, the Praise Down on Twitter.com. If you look at our pinned tweet, you can click on it, and it's got an invite to the Praise Down Discord. All kinds of stuff happens on there. It's the only way to be friends with us. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Uh, gaming happens on there. We watch stuff on there. I downloaded, so I got back into pirating media. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> feeling nostalgic? Yeah, I truly I am feeling nostalgic for having to torrent stuff. <laughs> Uh, Good for you. Good for you. And uh, one of the things that I got, in addition to the B-52's whole discography, is uh, (laughs) an episode of uh, Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In with Orson Welles, Vincent Price, and Rod Serling. So we'll probably run out of Discord. I'm picturing when you say... There's one cedar for that. It took forever. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I've got me a lime wire as big as a whale. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love talking to you, Alex, because you're the easiest laugh I know. I, I, that I, makes sense. It's great. <laughs> I like bits. Yeah, yeah, we we love him for it. We love him yeah. for it. Uh, Alex, what else is there to do? Uh, I'm still thinking about uh, doing a LimeWire parody of Love Shack, so. We, we gotta get through this fast. Uh, okay, well, well, I'll take I'll take it in. Uh, I'll, ta- I'll I'll take it in for a landing. Uh, you can think. <laughs> feel free to think about that some more. Is what I'm saying. I'm doing um, it right now. Yeah, dedicate your whole uh, cognitive ability to it. I'll, I I got the rest of the the <laughs> podcast here. Um, no, I'm already done. Um, thank you, Jarvix, for the intro. Thank you to Molly Divine for the talk in the walk stinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Wampus for the Toon Talk Stinger. And thank you, Cameron Brewer, for our outro song, Holy Ghost Riding the Whip. And I want to say thank you to Good Trash Media uh, for for networking with us and being our pod pompas. Uh, make sure to check out the other shows on that network, the Good Trash Genrecast and Wheel of Randy with our, with our good friend Dan Wade. Uh, he just put out a really good episode, too. So uh, you got a lot of homework. Um, but if you don't do it, you know... Uh, Check out Lindy's first, you know, <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's the takeaway. Check out hello out there first. Yeah, um, we only have like 12 episodes. They're 30 minutes a piece and some yeah. of them are really sonically unpleasant. So <laughs> we'll just motor right through them. Well, uh, you catch up so fast, yeah. catch up so fast. Um, and uh, we are going to finally say bye with the catchphrase that we it's always. The same every time you guys all know it, you know, our catchphrase, it's always the do. same. Say it with us together. And that catchphrase is What will people think? There's a bunch of good files that will give you a virus. (laughs) Call it. We'll get a knuckle supper. (laughs) Pirate baby. (laughs) Hang on. I'm going to actually do the. Here it comes. Bye, everybody. Hey, wait, Heath, are you vaccinated? Yeah, I got vaccinated last week, Wayne.
Do you want to go to Arby's? I know a really good Arby's that just opened up that I've been wanting to try. Okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, just text me the address and I will see you there. Okay, will do. Okay. G- goodbye. Bye. Why are you wearing a suit jacket? Uh, because I thought it would be good, and it's making me very embarrassed that you're not wearing one. How come? Good evening, gentlemen. Welcome to Arby's with the Waiter. Uh, what is the name on your reservation? Uh... Uh, yeah, it's under Big Friends. Mm, I'll have to check. Would you mind taking a seat at the bar until I call for you? Like, by the horsey sauce? Yes. May I add, sir, you must have a jacket to dine in our establishment. What? I fucking told you! So, do you guys have a Goodwill nearby, or...? No, not to worry, sir. We have our own house jackets for the underdressed. This has the Arby's logo on it. You look like the manager. (laughs) Not quite. Our manager doesn't buy off-rack. Your table, sirs. This place has a band? Yeah, it's wild. Hello, monsieurs. I'll be your server this evening. May I interest you in a beverage from our mellow yellow cellar? Uh, no, I'll just get the Jamiroquai shake or whatever. Yeah, and I'll get a Bark's Famous Root beer. Oh, I've heard of that. Uh, oh, this is, uh, you're a waiter. What are the specials? Ah, specials. We have a wonderful Alakout surf and turf and surf sandwich filled with our only the best chicken, boof, and crevasse. What is a crevette? Shrimp. Mm. Next, we have a gorgeous fried turkey l'orange, and after that, a popcorn duck. All of our meals are served with your choice of jalapeno peppers and our signature guild pomme frites. Mm. Okay, uh, uh, I'll take the popcorn duck with the curled palm frites and a Dijon honey mustard reduction. Very good, very good. You think I could just get like a small roast beef and cheddar? You gotta be fu- You're really gonna have regular Arby's food here? Man, they got reductions. At least get a medium. Well, you know I've been controlling my caloric intake for the amateur boxing match I have coming up. That's right, the firefighter fist fighting contest. Doesn't the winner get to destroy a fire truck? With a backhoe, yeah. My therapist said this may help me overcome my phobia. Uh, I'll be right back. I need to utilize the old facilities. Please be normal about shitting. Uh, please be nice to me. Gotta go shitting on the toilet, I guess. Good evening, everyone! I'm Fred Slider, and this is my one-man band, the B-52s! The B-52s! So without further ado, here's my song, Meat Stack!
you're short on cash when you're out on the road, it's just 99 cents for a meat stack. Meat stack, yeah. I'm headed down to 65th and May. I, I wrote this before they turned that one into a dispensary. Looking for a beef and cherry. Look at, you know, I, I'm not feeling this one. Uh, uh, let's try um, all 16 sauces. Uh, Planet Curly. Uh, Hot Jamocha. Um, sick oh sick for I ate one too. Mini potato cakes. Uh, Big Montana in my pants. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. For my next song, I'd like to thank our brilliant chefs for coming up with a new sandwich so we could squeeze in a rock lobster parody. Say hi, guys. So to promote our creamy broccoli lobster roll, here's Brock Lobster! Brock Lobster! Brock Lobster! Sir, this establishment has a strict no-barging policy. Oh, don't worry, I brought my jacket. Alex, my boy, there you are. Uh, hi, do we know each other? Professor Gilroy Goosenbolt, I mailed you an electronic letter, as I remember. Where is Heath? You two are in grave danger, and we haven't a moment to lose. Oh, God, in danger of what? It's Carmen's minions. I don't know where they are, but they are after you, and they went through the same waddle as I. Carmen? He got the minions? Fuck, okay, well, he's still in the bathroom. Come on then, we must go get you both to safety. Meanwhile, in the lavatory, as Heath washed his hands for a full and precise 20 seconds. <laughs> 20. Oh, are you okay in there, buddy? Sounded like a lot more than the human anus could handle. God designed the human anus to handle a lot of things, Heath. Faintly recognizing the disturbingly breathy voice he'd heard, Heath turned his head to face it. From the steam-filled stall before him stepped forth famed creationist documentarian Ray Comfort, followed by conservative himbo Kevin Sorbo. Kevin unleashed a barrage of hooks and jabs to Heath's face and body, each of which Heath perfectly parried. Nice until he succumbed to a lack of stamina, crumbling under Kevin's offense. You know, kind of like in uh, Kingdom Hearts when Sora fought till he got tired, or in 2014's Godzilla, Godzilla has to take a little nappy poo after he beats the monsters. Saints is a plan for everyone, and yours is with us. Kyrium, Kevin. We've got to go before the portal hoping heathen shows up. Kevin Carey. <clears throat> Hoisting Heath upon his broad, leathered shoulder, Kevin follows Ray into the stall from whence they came. Taking hold of his key, a tooth from J.J. the Dimensional Plane, Ray opens a portal between realities. As they merge with the event horizon, Ray laughs quietly to himself. <laughs> Alex may have escaped him this time, but it wouldn't be long before one of the others got him. Heath, are you in here? 
Oh, this isn't good. There are clear signs of dimensional travel. It appears Heath has already been taken. I don't understand. I thought Carmen was killed by that horde of demons back in hell. Is this like a Carmen from your world? Carmen exists in many worlds. This is most likely a joint venture. All I know for sure is that his plans require you and Heath, which is why we must leave now. Make haste! My little vessel landed next to a fire lane. Okay, I haven't even finished my food yet, and like, if they left in such a hurry, they probably don't need me that bad, right? Carmen has many minions, each one stronger than the next. I promise you can eat your food on the ship. Okay, let me just go see if the waiter will make me like a tinfoil oven mitt. Later, on Goosenbolt's extra-dimensional spaceship. So, our world's Carmen got his powers back by fusing with your world's Carmen? Precisely. Not long ago, I noticed our Carmen's energy signal had disappeared from our reality entirely. When I tracked the signal here, I realized he must be after you. Well, what does he need us for? He has his powers back, and after that four-parter, we are done talking about Carmen. There are many reasons Carmen holds ill will towards you. Your podcast has done more to hurt his ego than any bad album he's ever released. His fans love him, and everyone else simply ignores him. Not only did you two openly criticize him, but your actions led to him being cancelled by God himself. I don't know, I think he kind of got himself cancelled by swearing in front of God. We just recorded him doing it. Are you anticipating rational thought? from a man who angrily gave himself a witch's invitation in his own music video. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, well, what, what do I do about the praise down, huh? I, I can't keep it going without Heath. Don't worry, I have a contingency for that. When Heath was taken, he dropped these. Reaching into his lab coat, Goosenbolt produces a pair of Heath's toms made from recycled Capri Sun packages. With these, I can scan remnants of Heath's genetic code and create a copy of him that will mirror his thoughts and personality. My assistant Nate is bringing it out now. Hi, Alex. Love your podcast. Nice to meet you, Nate. Thank you. Uh, so this tube's gonna make a clone of Heath? No, no. Clones are too messy. Take too long and would just create a moron that looks like Heath. This capsule will treat the shoes as a substitute brain and create an artificial intelligence that can mirror his thoughts and personality from the moment he was captured. It won't be the real Heath, but at least it can tell us where it took him. The professor inserts the toms into a tube of purple gelatinous ooze. Upon activation, it begins synthesizing Heath's voice. Initiating uh, Heath Huffman synthesis. Are we still in the bathroom? Because I still smell kimchi and sharpies. Heath, you're not really Heath. Oh. You're an AI created from Heath's genetic memory. Uh, well, all right. I guess that makes sense in its own convoluted way, right? I can't feel my arms or legs. Is that a part of this? What is your battery at? 85%. Why do I know that? Heath, what happened? Who took you from the bathroom? Hi, Alex. Uh, last thing I remember was uh, the, you know, Christian documentarian Ray Comfort? Yeah, 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 yeah. The banana guy. 
he and the guy who used to play Hercules uh, were beating me up in the bathroom. I, uh, I I didn't care for any of it. Arnold Schwarzenegger beat you up? <laughs> I wish, man. Not the not him. Uh, the I'm talking about the Hercules TV show. Uh, I'm talking oh, about uh, he yeah, was in yeah, God's yeah. Not Dead also. Got it, got it, got it. Kevin Sorg. Right. Most likely the muscle for this job, but Ray Comfort is definitely one to keep watchful. Fortunately, both have a phobia of anything remotely based in science. All of my beakers and reticulated cylinders should keep them away from now. Wait, you said Carmen had other minions. Shouldn't we be worried about them? Until we can determine who else is after you, the safest place for you is here on my ship. For now, you two should keep releasing episodes of the Brazedown. It has proven to be resistant to Carmen's powers in the past, which is why he's never been able to destroy it without separating you. Okay, uh, well, this whole thing has been an ad for Arby's that we were trying to record to get a little bit of money, so Heath, do you want to give the slogan? Uh, sure. Uh, Arby's with a waiter for those who like Arby's with a little extra waiter in the neighborhood. That's Applebee's.